0: McDonald's, they transform into Super Bugs, Wonder Pig, Cat Splash, and Bat Duck. And all we did was change our clothes. And now your kids get one of four Looney Tunes
1: toys. Each one comes with its very own snap-on costume with every $1.99 hamburger Happy Meal
0: you buy. They're proud, brave, and willing to face danger. Huh? I don't recall that stipulation in the contract. $1.99 Happy Meal only at McDonald's that would have been interesting i'm like honestly surprised that they didn't it feels like something that would have happened they were but they very did popular freak me out.
1: but the, when you go back in time it's easy to forget like they were not always the mascots of the MM company you know like in the like the 80s there was no cgi oh you know yeah. like from the 50s w- whenever MM started having tv commercials until the 80s they were just like hand drawn m&m's they didn't have those specific personalities that set of m&m's red and yellow and the green one who is like a jessica rabbit type for some reason no, she's newer yeah those are all from the the 90s um as is that goddamn commercial where they meet santa, santa? claus
0: and they, they go let me tell you m&m's Reek of Christmas to me now from that. Like they, it doesn't yeah. feel like Christmas if I don't see that old timey commercial where they uh, see Santa.
1: It's other people have talked about this, but that the Cadbury cream egg commercial, what? and locally here here on the East Coast, the Shoprite can can commercial. Yeah, new versions of those three commercials were never, never produced.
0: Made, it's funny. I was going to when we were talking about the topics for today. Yeah. one of the ones I was going to suggest was. Just commercials that shaped a generation. And those, all three of them would have been on that list. Well,
1: that's where, in the future, we're going to do an episode all about, and Molly's never committed to this, so I'm committing her on the air. All right. An episode all about phrases that we hear a lot in TV shows, but we don't know the origin of. And surprisingly, a lot of them are just old commercials. Like, you know, Poison Ivy and a lot of Batman stuff will say, like, it's not nice to fool with Mother Nature and things like that. And it turns out that's from a margarine commercial.
0: A little devil, that's
1: that's what it's a reference to. Like a little devil do I think was for hair cream. Yeah, yeah. No,
0: no I wasn't implying it was yeah, for that. I was yeah. just saying that was like the only one I could think of um, off the top of my head.
1: Yeah, but then there's like uh, there's weird ones like takes a and keeps on Tickin' is is from like a, a watch commercial I think.
0: You know what? You know what gets me, Danny? What
1: we'll get we'll get gets looks you, we? How many
0: licks it takes to This one Pop. That commercial we never
1: we've never remade that commercial <laughs> no. either, and,
0: I, and I'm glad we haven't. Yeah. But like. You, well, okay, so for those of you who don't know, I found out how many licks it takes to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. It for a science My seventh experiment. grade science fair project was that I was going to lick different lollipops of different colors to see if the licks that it took to get, take to get to the center depended on the color of the lollipop. And I'll share my findings with you because I do think it's important. Um, red took the least amount of licks. and brown took the most amount of licks um and it ranged between like 450 and like almost up to 800 um case you're wondering
1: yes now Molly, of, of those lollipops all of which yes. took lickings how many kept on ticking after the fact
0: um the yellow that that went going the bananas uh they were gross and they kept on ticking because mm. you you know I didn't really have an end to that sentence. It's when okay. I started we don't have to
1: have a punchline every sentence. No, it's but, a uh, podcast. We the chill. yellows
0: were disgusting. I shouldn't have included them in the experiment because they were straight garbage.
1: Right. Speaking of straight garbage, the banned garbage with Shirley. I was going to dis... What we're about to talk about, but I actually don't want to be mean about this. Um, The title of this episode will probably be something very clickbaity, like the worst album ever in the history of mankind or something like that. But it's it's not that bad. I actually want to express some love and admiration for today's topic. Molly doesn't know what we're about to listen to.
0: I don't, and and I'm scared.
1: I don't know if she knows it exists. I feel like I must have mentioned this at some point over the many years Molly and I have been siblings, which in case you haven't kept track is our entire lives. But um, well, t- today we're just gonna we're gonna hear from a great album, folks. Molly and I are gonna I'm gonna play these. She'll react to them in live time. We're not gonna listen to every part of every song because that would be boring to listen to. But today, on the pants are too tight, the best name for a podcast ever. We are going to talk about just a truly out there album. Uh, I'm Danny
0: i'm molly this is an odd way to do what do you mean intro. what do you
1: mean it's it's it, do you want to do you want to try the intro again molly hey hey hey
0: vocals this is the hold pants on, hold on no focals. What focals. what's a focal set of folks
1: molly a well, focal point is like the i know center. what it it's is like yeah i focus, care about yeah. my
0: audience danny
1: okay well hello focal point of our lives
0: no go ahead what were you gonna say no, I'm finish, Molly. finish. I'm doing, Molly and that's the And I'm
1: Danny. And this and is
0: the pants. They are too tight.
1: It's the best name for a podcast ever. It's a podcast about the little things. The little things in life. The, not the good ones, though. Things that just sort of haunt you and keep you awake at night that you think about but nobody else remembers. And then you're just sort of like... Gosh, isn't this what everyone else is thinking about? And everyone's like, no, Danny. We're not all thinking about the Late Shift movie where Jay Leno has a plastic chin and David Letterman Letterman is just a guy with a gap painted on his teeth.
0: Danny talks about it every day.
1: Here in the quarantine, I've watched the Late Shift movie from HBO about a dozen times. And it's their fault for putting it on HBO Max in the first place.
0: He's not wrong.
1: If they had not put the TV movie The Late Shift starring Kathy Bates and John Michael Higgins, on uh, HBO Max I wouldn't have watched it <laughs> uh, right. again I had seen it before the quarantine I want to be clear I'm a big late shift fan but today's episode is, is is not the late shift episode that'll come eventually because I can't not
0: right that's when I'm not gonna no today's episode
1: it is about an album like I said I don't know if Molly's ever heard of this um, I doubt you ha- have um, I kind of just want to start playing the first song okay and from there you'll know if you've ever heard of this or not all right Okay, we're just gonna we're just gonna get into this real quick. I'm really sorry. Now the title of this album Um is Bugs and Friends Sing the Beatles. Say
0: yes. Nuh-uh. I say uh, no. No no. You say stop and I say go 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 I know.
1: Been a solo the man who plays Bugs Bunny in oh, this album no. never played Bugs Bunny in Sorry. anything but this album and a follow-up and album about you uh, say uh, I believe hello. Elvis. Hello, hello,
0: hello. I've been enjoying it. Is that Bugs' voice?
1: Yeah, he's the guy who's... I
0: thought it was Daffy.
1: Well, no, Daffy. No, I
0: know Daffy's also in it. Yeah. But that? Hello. I thought that was Daffy. Is it the same guy say doing them both?
1: No, uh, Joe Alasky the late, great Joe Alasky is voicing Daffy Duck, as he did many times on many projects, including uh, a few other of these Bugs Bunny albums, Molly. Uh, the Bugs Bunny Elvis album. Um, he also, I believe, is on the Bugs Bunny Singing Western Classics album. Um, but usually, th- those other albums have Billy West playing Bugs Bunny. Uh, on these albums, Bugs Bunny is voiced by a man who, as I said, never voiced Bugs Bunny in any animation. Um I, I'm not sure how he got involved, but uh, he's fine. He's, he's he's Bugs Bunny. He Sounds like Bugs Bunny.
0: Yeah. I don't think that sounds like Bugs Bunny at all.
1: Very critical of this man's impression.
0: You say why, and I say I don't know. Sometimes I think uh, he doesn't, it doesn't just sound like it, but I I like it. But I oh, well, I,
1: do you just like the Beatles?
0: I- it might just be I like the Beatles. No, I, I kind of like it.
1: Yeah. You kind of like that they destroyed the Beatles discography yeah. by having the Looney Tunes do covers. I mean, it's
0: better than...
1: It's not as destructive as the Elvis the Elvis album, which honestly, those ones are a little better because at the risk of offending a lot of Elvis fans, Elvis was not doing as much as the Beatles, let's say. You know, like the Beatles had a lot going on. Elvis was sort of like... I just feel like there's, you know, like it's easier to do an Elvis cover. A because a lot of those songs are covers. Well, so old Elvis rock. is
0: one guy. And
1: well, yes, which
0: and the Beatles is four the same guy, and that's just four hard of the to do. same
1: guy. <laughs> Molly, I you can't tell no, me Ringo Star is John Lennon. I
0: have a problem telling the difference between the Beatles' voices. Yes. They sound like the same man to me
1: and the first step to recovery is admitting oh, you have a oh
0: it's embarrassing i can't believe i'm admitting it on the no. podcast because i've had a lot of people shame me for that yeah. over the years but like if, if it's john or paul i could never tell you which one's singing
1: my favorite is in the 60s there was a really badly made beatles cartoon uh, for television and the guy who plays john lennon is paul freeze who is one of the great voice actors ever he's the ghost host in the haunted mansion huh. he was the pillsbury doughboy he, he's boris on rocky and bowing he was a million things he's in a zillion old disney cartoons he's ludwig von drake but he cannot do Maybe, the accent
0: you, you're not ludwig von drake no
1: i am not ludwig von drake i'm danny your brother
0: you're you're telling me
1: that's someone else.
0: Somebody else out is there Ludwig is Ludwig von Drake. von Drake.
1: Well, right now it's Corey Burton, who actually was the one who discovered that Paul Freese's voice was sped up by about 4% when he would perform Ludwig von Drake. That wasn't really a known fact, but Corey Burton would listen back to the recordings when he was about to audition for it, and he realized they were speeding up Paul Freese's voice. And so he has them speed up his voice slightly, even though when he speaks, you could, just, you could tell he's doing Ludwig von Drake, just to so, maintain that level so of consistency. So you mean to tell me... Some other There's diseased maniac two out there. Knows people this. out
0: there who who are <laughs> Ludwig von Drake and neither is you.
1: No, I am not Ludwig von Drake. I am your brother Danny. We've talked about this. Now, Molly, let's just briefly discuss the Warner Brothers store. Because I feel uh, like that's important to the existence of this
0: room. If I could go back in time. If I could turn back time. Um, I would go I, I would go to the Warner Brothers store. Okay, that's one of the places I'd go to. The thought. Oh, that's a good episode.
1: The Warner Brothers store.
0: No places. Oh, we, places go, we, we go. go back in time. Oh,
1: forget the M M&M and M store. I really would prefer the Warner Brothers store oh, back in time. Oh, absolutely, because
0: I'm not looking for an assortment of M M&M and M merchandise Mm-mm. at all. But Warner Brothers has so much, and like, okay, so like, we have an aunt who definitely like rated the warner brothers store like her whole decor was the warner brothers store um and i would love to just have like one ounce of that i'm not even let me put it on the record like i am not a big looney tunes warner brothers guy like i'm I'm just not but but when you look at their like extended catalog that they have i mean you're gonna
1: hit something some bullseye in there. Warner Brothers on something you like.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, the Batman. You like Scooby-Doo. The Scooby-Doo. There's a lot. I'm not going to yeah. pretend. But I mean, like as far as Looney Tunes go, like I wouldn't want those yeah, things. I but w- I'd, I'd get some Animaniacs, like yeah. signs or something. I'd get like a
1: plush of, of an Animaniac. I do like the Looney Tunes.
0: I, I'd wear a T-shirt. No, but my favorite
1: thing is just going through eBay and just seeing all the stuff that Warner Brothers stores used to sell. And like, I get why this business model was not sustainable. Because like nobody's buying snow globes of the Joker for a hundred dollars. But like I kind of wish that place was still out there in the world where I could get a statue of Pinky in the brain for some reason. Like yeah. I could spend two hundred dollars on one of those leather jackets that the Joker's goon wears in Batman nineteen eighty nine, you know?
0: Yeah, it's a shame that Funko isn't the model for the whole world. Yeah. Because I would love to have Like, like, I feel like if they would do that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, Funko makes so many weird merchandise. The only problem is like sometimes you don't want the merchandise in the Funko style.
1: You want a very highly detailed model of the Animaniacs.
0: Correct. Yes. Um, I've never understood why snow globes were so damn expensive and that's something that truly aggravates me yeah. because I am a snow globe collector and as a child, there was nothing more frustrating than seeing the big, amazing snow globes and then seeing it was like over $100 and you're like, I will never attain you because it's ridiculous to spend money on this. Yeah. And yes, I spent $70 on a Funko the other week, which was wrong, um, but yeah. I don't regret it.
1: But um, Um, a good friend of mine, uh, uh, Anthony, his name, we call him Chitty. Chitty. Chitty, if you're out there, hi. He had a giant snow globe collection as a child, and they were all destroyed. Like, one by one. Like, one time he took them to school.
0: Oh, no. And they were in
1: his backpack, and several of them got destroyed that way. And he kind of admits, like, that that was some child logic to just carefully put them in the backpack. But then I believe his brother, uh, shout out. Hi, Vincent, if you're out there. I believe he destroyed many of them in an accident
0: <gasps> oh that's so heartbreaking see it my like, snow globes yeah. have gotten destroyed but that's just because don't collect snow globes because yeah. they get gross over time Nothing and is, they don't tell you that mm, but they do
1: i really have considered a lot of times buying that hundred dollar warner brothers store snow globe which is like harley quinn on like a pile of money and then the face of, the, like, the bottom part of the snow globe that's mm-hmm. not in the glass is, like, the Joker's head. Right. But, like, I don't want that staring at me at night. I'll just say it. I love Batman. I love mm-hmm. the Batman animated series. But I don't need the Joker staring at me while I try to sleep.
0: Now, I have a question for you. Uh, which yeah, maybe this is what you're getting at. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We're, Was this CD recording? Or I don't, I don't know, know if they even had CDs. I don't know when this is from. They had CDs. Um, <laughs> Was this sold at the Warner Brothers store? Is this one of their hot ticket items? And did they have corresponding merchandise?
1: Here's the thing is that the Looney Tunes record, the Looney Tunes discography is not Mm -hmm. particularly well documented anywhere. It is actually hard to find some information about this. Like the names of the people doing the Looney Tunes voices. It's hard to track down who's doing what. Like on this album... We'll get into some of the details, but Jim Meskimen is one of the people on this album. Mm-hmm. And the only person who ever revealed that was Jim Meskimen. Someone asked him once, and he was like, yeah, that was me. So it's kind of you hard. Do not get
0: a lot of people wanting to admit that they did this? Is a lot
1: of people key? are hiding from the fact that they were involved. A lot of people don't want you knowing. I do have a very interesting piece of trivia about this album, but we'll get to it later. Okay. Um, and when I say very interesting... I'm kind of stretching, mm. but uh, th- this album and many other Looney Tunes albums were basically recorded and either they went to the children's section of a regular record slash CD store mm-hmm. where they would come with like a picture book, you know, and you'd turn the page when you hear the sound of the gong and then gong and then Bugs Bunny kept running. Oh, I better keep running. Gong. Next page.
0: One of those. One of those. A
1: song and story, right? But then there were also Looney Tunes straight up albums. Mm -hmm. So uh, Daffy Duck had a single that was written by uh, Michael. um, Oh gosh, it's slipping my my mind.
0: Danny, come out of the fog. No,
1: I'm in the fog, my. Written by Michael Maltese, uh, who who did um, all the classic Looney Tunes shorts, though what's opera doc and the duck season mm. rabbit season shorts he wrote lyrics to the song uh uh rhapsody in blue is that what it's called
0: you're asking the wrong person okay
1: well it's it's an old public domain song and he wrote new lyrics to it and then he also did there was a sylvester and tweedy single which was uh, i taught i taught putty tat and so he wrote the lyrics to that as well and they actually ended up making daffy's rhapsody is what they called mm. the the other one uh and they actually ended up making both of those into cgi animated shorts like 70 years later after Mel Blanc had died, just adding new voices into them.
0: Where does the Bugs Bunny rap fall in all this?
1: The Bugs Bunny rap falls into this uh, equation around the time of Space Jam. Uh, and the Space Jam album was a pretty big hit. Uh, you know, I Believe I Can Fly, uh, uh, you know, the That's Space Jam originally title. from that? Yes, it was written for the movie. Exactly. The Space Jam album was a big hit. This was back when Warner wow. Brothers and the sort of Water Tower Records Division really tried to push soundtrack albums for movies. So Batman Forever, mm-hmm. you got Kiss from a Rose, uh, you know, like,
0: I mean, that's definitely a nineties, early two thousands trend. Yeah. Was having soundtracks for your movies. Yeah. And-
1: like really pushing the album, like the Scooby-Doo album, the Scooby-Doo soundtrack album is available. A jam. A jam. So anyway, The Looney Tunes have weirdly pushed a lot of records in their time, and I feel that the Warner Brothers store was a strong component in that because it's hard to get a typical record store to fully stock a CD. They're also not going to really promote
0: that for you when they have like actual uh, popular songs. Yeah. So
1: when you walk into a store and there's a giant Bugs Bunny like cardboard cutout outside. The people going in that store are a lot more likely to drop 20 bucks on a Looney Tunes album. And so there came this series of, like, Looney Tunes songs, but they're all Mm. Southern. And so they had, like, country classics with the Looney Tunes and things like that. And then they got on this strange trend of the Looney Tunes, which they would always call Bugs and Friends for some reason. Bugs and Friends sing Elvis was the other sort of big one. And then Bugs and Friends sing The Beatles. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. What's Would fun?
1: you care to hear which four Looney Tunes make up the Beatles?
0: Oh, yes. Now,
1: we opened with uh, Hello.
0: Hello, which had Bugs and Bugs Daffy. Bugs and Daffy.
1: So, you can assume Bugs can and I Daffy. Can I guess? Right yes. Can you guess which Looney Tunes? Because okay. it's not the right ones. It's. I'm telling you okay. right now. I think okay. they made the wrong choice. Um,
0: I'm going to guess, and there, this is based on nothing, mm-hmm. um, Elmer Fudd okay. and Speedy Gonzalez. Mm.
1: Close. It is the the four the Fab Four
0: mm-hmm.
1: are Bugs Bunny, mm-hmm. Daffy Duck, mm-hmm. Elmer Fudd, and Taz the Tasmanian Devil. See,
0: I almost guessed the Road Runner mm. because I was like, they definitely have someone who doesn't really talk in there, and it's like a weird yeah. choice. And I guess they're the Ringo of the group, but um, interesting.
1: Taz is there.
0: Interesting. Do you
1: want to guess which Beetle they sort of correspond to?
0: Oh yes. Okay, so.
1: Hmm. I'll tell you right now, it's none of them are a one for one for any particular okay. Beatles. I,
0: I didn't think so. Because they
1: have them say they have them sort of act like the stereotypes of different Beatles, but then they will give them songs that were not that, that Beatles. Beetle. Okay, yet.
0: well my guess would be Bugs is Paul, Daffy is John. And Elmer is George And Taz is Ringo
1: I feel emotionally those are the correct answers
0: Yes, that that I was going emotionally based I don't know what they decided to do That is kind of
1: true on the album But again, they switch around So here now, what I'm going to play for you Is Daffy Duck Performing Yesterday One of the greatest songs Yesterday
0: All my troubles seem so far away They really gave him the song with all the S's (laughs) Now it looks as though they're here to
1: And stay. I will say, this is the only one oh, that I would actually go to bat for as a pretty funny idea. And
0: <laughs> yesterday. It's funny because it is suddenly a ton of S's. <laughs> so so I'm not half the man I used to be. <laughs> it's the
1: only one I There's would just There's a shadow, shadow
0: hanging over me. Yeah.
1: Some shadow. Seems to be a safe
0: attachment. Hey, watch okay, it! that wasn't needed. Uh, like uh, I, yes. I was good until that happened. Isn't it
1: just funnier to actually have Daffy Duck do a full it. That would be very popular on today's internet if the man who professionally played Daffy Duck just did a touching <laughs> cover of yesterday. <laughs> it would. And there's just like sad slow shots slow, of Daffy, yeah. Daffy Duck's face.
0: He sounded like he was getting really emotional, and then he had to be Daffy and get all angry. Yeah, see,
1: Joe Alasky, who played Daffy Duck at the mm-hmm. time, and did for a long time, he was the first person to ever replace Mel Blanc as any of the Looney Tunes. In Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Mel Blanc was a very old man when they made that movie, uh, and he couldn't quite get his voice angry enough to be Yosemite Sam. They thought he sounded a little weak. It's tough. So they had Joe Alasky replace him as Yosemite Sam, and he was the first person to ever you know, take over one of Mel Blanc's characters.
0: Mel Blank- And then he took over them all.
1: Basically, yes, because for a time he was the only person who had ever played every single Looney Tunes character. And that's partly thanks to these weird Bugs Bunny albums. Uh, Some of the characters he never did in animation, but like I believe he did Speedy Gonzalez for one of these albums or something just for like one line of dialogue. Is it
0: the same for? i I'm sorry. You just made me think. Is it the same for on the Elvis or is there just one on Elvis? On Elvis,
1: it's all of them. And the Elvis one has a plot line. In the Elvis Uh, one, which is infinitely, (laughs) I gave you an easy time because the Elvis one is weirder. In the Elvis one, there's a running plot throughout the album that Daffy is having them all produce a tribute for the the ghost of Elvis. Okay, that's and it's like I actually respect that one for having like.
0: There's a purpose to know. it. It's kind of a
1: joke of, like, we're all exploiting the memory of this long-dead man. Like, and it is a very craven Daffy Duck thing to do, but then the hypocrisy of actually having the album be that is, like, you know. So, anyway, um, Daffy... So- yes. Oh, right, go ahead. Well, I just wanted to hear a little Somebody more of Daffy.
0: Somebody stand, look out! Yesterday, still rolling.
1: Why? So I don't know.
0: I for yesterday. I guess he's being chased by a train. Like, is this supposed to be a visual album? I don't know. Good session. You got a real way of coaxing a performance out of a singer. Nee, call it a gift, Doc. <laughs> okay, well that sounded more like bugs than when he was singing. It's hard. To sound I, like I gotta, like gotta know what what songs we what, what catalog did so, we choose from? Is it all the hits? Here's the strange or? thing.
1: It's pretty much all very early Beatles. Okay. Let me read you the the track listing. Okay. And while I read you this, we will play... uh, What do you want to do? Do you want to do... Let's do it over uh, Penny Lane. I feel like that one's pretty... All right. Pretty beloved. I am curious. Yeah. So, here's the track listing as we listen to Penny Lane. Hello. Yesterday. Penny Lane. Help. The Long and Winding Road. The Fool on the Hill. Birthday. It Won't Be Long. With A Little Help From My Friends... Can't Buy Me Love, and She Loves You.
0: You're supposed to be the quiet one. Stick to the guitar. Or
1: not. She says you yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why they let him sort, sort of tender
0: love. non-chorus
1: yeah, parts yeah, are for yeah. Elmer, but... Yeah, um,
0: um I guess my question is... Yeah. Why? And uh, I don't know.
1: Is it sort of turning off your brain to hear it in the background? Does it kind of ruin your day?
0: I guess, well, what I'd like to say, to me, all this does is speak to the talent of the Beatles. Yeah. Because the fact that some part of me is enjoying this is just like... It it's just good song, like you know. Yeah,
1: it's like how if a ba- a really crummy garage band at your high school did covers of Beatles songs, yeah, like, it'd still be pretty good.
0: It's like well, like the- it's like how pizza was the greatest
1: food ever invented. You can only make pizza so bad. You could screw up every part of a pizza, oh. and you'd still be like, you know, this is pizza. I'll eat it. Mm,
0: I don't know about
1: that. Oh, you don't want to eat? Uh, I- pizza I've had some
0: bad pizza i've I'm not the- got a crap on pizza rizzo okay. like that okay, per se but i've had some molly some it's rat pizza, pizza. pizza. <laughs> my <dad>. uh- <laughs>
1: that's my favorite joke anywhere in the world is that at disney's hollywood studios there's a restaurant called pizza rizzo themed to rizzo the rat from the muppets and the sign outside says it's great pizza and then at night time part of the sign flickers out because it's a neon sign and the sign then just says it's rat pizza which like is which not means- even it's not a pun Nope. It's not revealing anything you don't already know. The just cartoon is, is what a rat. It is. it is just such a funny not phrase to me. Not made out of me. rats. I'd like to be clear. Yeah, no. Made by the, rats. just the phrase. It's rat pizza. At any rate, Molly. Um,
0: I would love to see like a uh, Remy the Rat and Rizzo. Yeah. Team together to make some kind of restaurant.
1: Yeah, you're I trying to weasel that. out of listening to more of these songs. No,
0: no, I'm not. Um, by I just wanted about... to say that again to the Beatles' talent. Um, the. Cast of Glee had yeah. done like a Beatles week. I think it was a two part Beatles. They had two weeks in yeah. a row. They did the Beatles. It was right when Corey Monteith had died. Mm. And I'm always like, you know, I- I'm, a- I'm a Glee fan, and so I. Holly, I believe I- the term is Gleek. Uh, yes, Gleek. But I, I yes, I'm a Gleek. and so I'm I. I'm a Gleek. <laughs> I'm a weirdo. But they had recorded them, and I. I do enjoy the Glee covers, never more than the original, except in some very rare cases when they do a good mashup. I'm a sucker for a good mashup. But um, they were doing the Beatles and I was like, man, like this is great and I really loved it. And I was like, it's not them. Like it's yeah, not them. It's, not, it's no. just the Beatles. There can never be
1: a cover of a Beatles song where you're like, Oh, that's so much better than the original. It no. doesn't happen because how could it? No. And that's not an insult to any performer. It's just a compliment to the Beatles. It's right. like there is no Bugs Bunny version <laughs> of a Beatles song that beats the original. Now I I think um Do you wanna hear what what would you like to hear next? Let's do help.
0: Yeah, that that was my Guess. yeah
1: who do you think sings how real quick take a guess
0: i felt like i just heard yosemite sam's so and i'm a little confused oh,
1: i i'm sorry i spoiled it for you
0: and he didn't think he was one of the beatles so he's not they, the they just have is him is he do a this pirate song. now well this is a little more in
1: keeping with the elvis album and the country album where any looney tunes just kind of dog piles on a particular song they just throw it's in yosemite thought, sam
0: okay now he's a boom
1: bulldog Is a really I need somebody help not just anybody kind of funny right? you
0: know I need someone help. I like it
1: it's the ones that are performed and again this is a tribute to a long gone performer so the ones done by Joe alaski who was the voice of Daffy pretty good like kind of funny I got to admit um
0: I, I'm, it's a yes. jam. I love it. 10 out of 10. I just like help. I just like help.
1: It's, but you can barely hear Yosemite say help.
0: It's a little bit funny the fact that it's him yeah. and he's yelling. I don't like the talking in the middle of it. Like, let me just yeah. jam. But uh, the way he yells help is funny. Yeah. And um, it does add some emotion to the song that I feel lacks sometimes.
1: In the original Help? <laughs> yeah. McCartney and Lennon just didn't get They're help. They're
0: just like, help, help, help. And he's like really going for it. Yeah. <laughs> I do just, I just like the Beatles. <laughs>
1: you do just like the Beatles and I just like Yosemite' 70s <laughs> I think, that,
0: think they wrote this song <laughs> thinking, thinking of those amenities. guys with those mutlaps that let's say back off. This ain't no diving board, to land-loving, long-eared
1: critter. Ain't some never heard a walk
0: and little old land loving me how it works it's easy any fool can do it you just walk to the end and keep on.
1: yeah the talking really kind of yeah murdered. no there's a reason most beetle songs don't have a, a breakdown
0: Break, a talking breakdown <laughs>
1: um yeah so it's it's a pretty rough album Um, But this is where I would like to mention my interesting piece of trivia. Oh, yes. Go ahead. Is that, like I said, these are pretty much all early Beatles hits. We're not getting into Sergeant Peppers. We're not getting into the weird psychedelic. These are all very early, you know, I want to hold your hand era Beatles. Mm -hmm. But there were plans to do a version of Yellow Submarine and I believe Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. And they were to be performed by Porky Pig doing Sergeant Pepper's. Who I assume would have been Sergeant Ipyipyipid yeah, Peppers. How is
0: that even going to be a song?
1: And the other one, well, Porky's on the other albums, the other Looney Tunes albums. So he's done numbers, yeah. okay? And then Yellow Submarine was going to be Tweety Bird. And so they actually got Bob Bergen. Because Tweety's yellow? like Yeah, that's the only like, connection. Well, it's also kind of, you know, we all live in a yellow submarine. Like, you know, he'd be cute. He'd be a little baby. Anyway, uh, Tweety Bird more, unnerves like, me. T H
0: is in there, and there's not a ton of yeah.
1: But Tweety Bird just kind of he kind of scares me sometimes because it's always a grown man doing it. They've yeah. never had like a woman play Tweety, and so it's always just like,
0: oh, Mister Puddy
1: Cat. It like creeps me out. All I can picture is whatever happened to Baby Jane, was just like a an older person with like makeup, just like I'm a little baby, Mister Tweety Bird. You know, it's ooh ooh Ugh. anyway. So they had Bob Bergen, the actor who plays Porky and sometimes Tweety, they had him record both songs. Mm -hmm. And so that means somewhere out there in the Warner Brothers vault, there's Sergeant Peppers' Lonely Heart Club, you see. Uh. It would be unlistenable. And I want to hear it. I want to hear Porky Pig's touching rendition of Sergeant Peppers. And I want to hear Tweety Bird sing Yellow Submarine.
0: I mean, now I'm like curious, of course. I don't yeah. think I'd ever seek it out. I mean, we could
1: probably just call Bob Bergen to re record. Hey, could of you those. sing this for us? Excuse me. Robert, are you busy today?
0: Um, so when was this recorded? Like what is the era late nineties. Late nineties. Okay.
1: I know that Bugs Bunny and Friends sing Elvis was nineteen ninety seven, but like I said, it's kinda hard to get concrete answers on these.
0: Um so they re- decided to record this. Yes. It, somehow this gets pushed through. Someone it paid money for happens. this. It actually happens. Yes. Um, and like, do people, do people buy this? Like, did it work?
1: Well, I know that the Beatles one worked because okay. the Beatles one was 95. Okay. Was when it was recorded. And then 97, they do Elvis. So okay, they kept going. so they going. did it
0: enough. I, Unless they were like, the Beatles didn't work, maybe what the people want is Elvis.
1: I think it had more to do with Space Jam being such a commercial success, Mm. and the Looney Tunes being really popular marketing tools at that time. Now, my question is, who do you think the demographic is for this album? Do you think it's little children and the parents are like, oh, it's the songs that I like, but you can listen to them because you're a baby, and it's your cartoon friends? Or do you think it's like old dudes in their 50s?
0: I think it is moms and dads in their 40s. Yeah maybe 40s
1: in the 90s
0: 40s in the 90s maybe 30s in the 90s yeah um at least the later i think it's mm-hmm. them thinking this will be fun for their kids to listen to yeah and the kids have no interest but they unironically listen to it
1: cuz okay if you're a kid and you actually haven't heard the beatles these would be jams yeah you'd be like i can't believe bugs bunny writes such good music and then you'd go to school and kids would be like you know what the beatles are and you'd be like uh and you would just be like yeah And then you would go home and go, Mom, what Looney Tunes cartoon has the Beatles in it?
0: This just really is reminding me of something else that I can't quite put my finger on, where they had characters record classic songs.
1: That's happened a lot of times, I think.
0: Yeah, but there's something specific I'm thinking of. I think I
1: might know what you're thinking of. We'll take a brief break from Bugs and Friends Sing the Beatles. You're welcome. So that we can hear um, what Molly is thinking of.
0: I mean, I know they did... I don't know what I'm thinking of. Oh, you were so ready. It's a story about a little gal that lives in the blue world. And all day and all
1: night, and everything she sees is just blue like her. Side and outside Blue's her house with a blue little window okay? and a blue corner. And everything up, right? is
0: blue for her and no, but I'll figure what I'm thinking about. To hear this. She got nobody, nobody to listen, to listen, to listen, to listen. I'm out official? They yeah, really, really this did? is from
1: Mickey's Dance Party. In the early 2000s, Disney, uh, I guess, wanted that sweet Bugs and Friends Sing the Beatles money mm. and they decided to do uh, a compilation album of dance hits.
0: I think that, that was what I was thinking of. Not necessarily that song, <laughs> but I do think that's where my brain the was. The Disney
1: characters have definitely done like albums yeah. of, you know, we wish you a Merry Christmas and I all that Christmas. all that stuff. Um, you want to hear Christmas. Long and Winding Road? Yeah.
0: Long Winding Road
1: so disappointed <laughs> you can, you can somewhere. but it's so annoying that they bothered to pick four of them to be the beatles and then they just kept to their usual everybody sings everything mantra you know
0: it's is, literally is this, this, is this is just, just an noi- instrumental oh, with noises God. who's gonna listen to that what listen ability does that have
1: well, that's what I'm asking you. And that's why I think the demographic is secretly like 50 year old men who like drive trucks cross country and need something the to listen to. Entertaining. And they're like, they got like a huge stack of CDs next to them and they go, I, I remember the Looney Tunes. And they pick one up and I don't know why they were in the Warner Brothers store to begin with. But, you know, um, let's do Fool on the Hill.
0: If this was something I liked, well, like, I could guru, see me getting Swami. it, but yeah, I wasn't into the Looney Tunes.
1: Oh, this one's pretty racist, by the way. There's a real sort head of glance down at quote-unquote gurus and swamis, and it get get feels very...
0: He's given me tremendous peace of mind. He knows everything. Swami Salami! If this mind-bender can chant up the winning lottery ticket, I'm sold. <laughs> salami! Where's Salami? It doesn't
1: feel very culturally respectful, does it?
0: I don't know. I'm just like, why is it here? I think it's just to reference I would have paid them money to not mm. have Elvin he's It's a fool. Mm, Yeah. We're
1: going to play this one in full because you hate right. it.
0: Great. right. Yeah you know how I the feel about Elmer Cody makes me so uncomfortable. Hill, <laughs> He's too bald. It doesn't make sense. He looks like oh, a baby. Oh, but Tweety's fine. Tweety's bald. He, Tweety's not bald. They got she, the, 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 the little hair thingies. Wow. They're like the little three. The, 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 the. Yeah, I guess Elmer Fudd oh, yeah. has three Ask little hairs. Anything. Well, I mean, it's f- Feather probably. Well, well, pray tell Swami. Who'll be quarterbacking for the Buffalo Bills next season? Lovely Rita, no. Rita Give me that some protection Why, Why
1: is there a racist depiction well, of an Indian man?
0: Why is there a reference to another Beatles his song his in Wow.
1: I think all his answers to their questions the man are actually
0: lies. It songs. But i cannot handle bowled.
1: this. turn it up?
0: Nobody hears him or the sound he appears to make and he never seems to notice.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. Um I'm not sure why they did these. And I, I'll be real with you, Molly. I I love the Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. And I love Stupid Kitsch. I love dumb I love the Late Shift where the guy has the big plastic chain. Leno chin. I love kitsch, Molly. I love nonsense. Yes. I I watch Xanadu twice a day. This, Molly, <laughs> extends beyond kitsch. It extends into poor taste. Yeah. It feels a the racist depiction of an Indian man. Not great. But it just feels, the whole thing feels uh, disrespectful. And I'm not someone who, you know, look, the Beatles, yeah, they were great artists. But, you know, they made millions of dollars and had people loving them all over the world. They were successful in a capitalist commercial way. It just feels wrong. This feels like almost like dancing on a grave.
0: This feels like it was supposed to just be a little bit in an episode of something. And instead they made a whole album That I don't think anyone asked for But I don't know, Maybe people did
1: It almost feels like The Rolling Stones were like We're finally going to crush the Beatles And they decided to wait until after uh, John Lennon was dead And then they said, we got him And they recorded this, they paid someone to record this As a way to finally stop the Beatles and Like if they were cartoon super villains The Rolling Stones would have Recorded this to crush the Beatles Like Gem and the Holograms
0: i can see Full that play the birthday one And finger pies in oh Meanwhile, back behind i'm sorry the shelter I, in the i'm really deep here in the pity
1: lane okay birthday
0: am is going to play y'all. at your birthday next year now, oh please don't for everyone to hear yes we're going to a party party yes we're Daffy can't be in a chorus because yes, we're going of the. To a party, party.
1: You can just hear Daffy.
0: Yes, yeah. we're going to a party party! Birthday. I would like you to dance! Birthday! Take a check and This chat, is chat, I don't know why you insist on showing me this. Danny insists on playing the Looney Tunes songs despite knowing that I have no interest in them and I don't like them.
1: I don't like them either. Danny
0: insisted when, with the Bugs Bunny rap playing that for me. Yeah. Like, it was way too often. Like, it was every time we sat down, he'd, like, start putting it on the. Because the, the I thought it was funny
1: that, that Jay Z had written Bugs Bunny a rap to perform.
0: It is funny, but.
1: Do you? It hurts me. I mean, I guess we could fade this episode out. We've done a lot of music this episode because we're commenting on a very decision yeah um <clears throat> which is what i would chalk this album up to a poor decision it is um i guess molly i guess we'll fade out over the bugs bunny rap then right yeah
0: we, we talked about or it or do
1: we want to fade out over the only good looney tunes song which is of course elmer fudd's performance of grilled cheese no,
0: i don't want to hear oh you know what no what's a good looney tune song so from the, the looney tune show right yeah. that's the one that we like um the song that Chicken Hawk sings chicken is. Chicken
1: Hawk's getting hung. Yeah,
0: that is my uh, favorite yeah. um, Looney Tune song that I have come across because he's just having a grand old time singing yeah,
1: it. About the chicken. This is It Won't Be
0: Long. I'm so alone, now you're coming. You're coming on home. I'll be good, like I know I should. You're coming home. There's just too you're much Elmer Fudd in this album for me. There didn't be like it, you know? the only
1: time Jim Meskimen ever voiced uh, hey, that's not and
0: bad. it was
1: for mostly just singing Beatles <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, What are my my thoughts on this as a whole? I don't think it was a horrible idea. I don't. Really? I don't. I'm not gonna. I don't think it was a horrible idea. I think it was really horribly executed. I don't think you need the talking <laughs> parts in the middle. You could give us something up at the top, maybe. Yeah, Or something at the end. But I don't think we need...
1: Full dialogue. I- especially
0: throughout. in the middle of the song. Um, I would not have made it so Elmer Fudd um, heavy. Uh, I think that... I don't know. It's weird. It was a weird choice.
1: I would say it's a bad choice. I would say this was a mistake. I Just personally. It feels wrong and it feels kind of cruelly capitalistic towards the Beatles.
0: I get that. It just rubs me a weird way. Yeah. Especially if it wasn't from anything. Like if the Be- if they had done an episode of Looney Tunes that was about them like yeah. being the Beatles, to me that's like another thing. Like that's that could have been like a, a demand like yeah. hey, we want to hear full versions of these songs. That's one thing. But to just do this based on nothing is weird. It is. Weird. Do they say they want to get high with their friends?
1: I I don't know. you want to find out? Yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll find out soon. I guess we have to let the song play, which I've really been resisting,
0: because these
1: are horrible. No problem, Doc. I personally
0: guarantee they're going to love
1: you. I just don't think it's right to even call them bugs and friends. They don't like each other. No, they don't. By the way, we talked about the tweet he was there. That's Bob Berger's only me appearance me. on the album Oh I then. get by,
0: by with a little help from my friends See? Wow, I get by again
1: Some kids pop censorship try with a help Can I from my play friends. you Now we've made it through I believe most of the album Okay We heard She loves you Oh yeah we've got one more So we've heard With a little help from my friends we've heard It won't be long Birthday the fool on the hill Long and winding road Help Penny Lane yesterday and hello which is how we opened. There's one last song, and it's a song that they choose to reframe, which is more of why I dislike that they did this, is that they have to completely divorce the songs from their original context. And say what you will about other covers of Beatles songs, like Across the Universe, right? Across the Universe is a cheesy, cheesy movie. It is ridiculous, and I love it. Oh, I love it. It's trying to be that, though. That movie is trying to be so epic. And you know what? Every once in a while, it kind of hits. It
0: kind of hits it. It kind of hits a
1: a vibe. But that movie's great because it's also like it's like Forrest Gump history. That movie,
0: yes, and I love that. I love. I love Forrest Gump history. history. It's not
1: accurate. It's honestly insulting to a lot of people. It. Yeah. Reduces people who wanted to change the world for the better into dangerous revolutionaries and yeah. things like that. Uh, it's a very downward. There's a lot at of history. problems to it. A lot of problems, but but I love you know it. what? It is a lot of fun to watch. There's yeah. a reason that that's like Oscar winning.
0: I, and and I will it. say this actually, one of the only covers that I think for me sometimes not that it surpasses the original, but I will yeah. actively choose to listen to it is um, the across the universe version of uh, Oh my god! I'm I want to hold your now. hand. No. Um, uh, um, of all my loving, I yeah. love it because I like like the slowness to it. it it's yeah. just a little different. I really
1: love the "I Want to Hold Your Hand" from that movie by TV Carpio, <laughs> where she's the cheerleader who's looking at the other cheerleader. <laughs> oh and yeah, that's nice. It's a very it's a very early two thousands you know slowed down acoustic cover that you'd hear like a coffee house, ah. but it's just really good, and it's her singing about how she loves this other cheerleader but society will never let them be together. That's a nice reframing of a song. You know, it's taking the original intent of the song which is just I like you and it's reframing it as I I want to be with you but we never could be together. Right. And that makes it sad. And I I enjoy something like that. I don't uh, listen, no art is truly sacred. You know, you can reframe any piece of art, you can change the context of a work of art and a really good song like a really meaningful song actually probably plays better in multiple contexts. Mm -hmm. That's why people spend so much time interpreting the lyrics of the Beatles and why there's so many different ideas of, you know, what different Beatles songs would mean to the point where there's a Beatles song about how many different interpretations of Beatles songs. There are (laughs) glass onion. So, which John Lennon wrote because he thought it was funny that different schools would try to have the children interpret the lyrics of his songs. Mm. So he wrote a song that he felt could never be interpreted. be interpreted. And of course, it's one of the songs that is most frequently interpreted. Of so course. a good work of art really can play in multiple contexts. That being said,
0: <laughs> Not here.
1: when Lennon and McCartney wrote the song Can't Buy Me Love, oh, no. I don't think it was intended to be sung by Bugs Bunny to Daffy Duck.
0: I'll buy you a diamond ring, my friend, if it makes you feel alright. Really? I'm feeling better already. Hey, wait a second. Where's the cash? For I don't care too much for money. For money can't buy me enough. However, the it can buy a great deal of, of admiration. art I'll give you all I got times. to give we'll no Capitalism no crushes
1: looking? all we love.
0: I may not have a lot Why? To give, They're I'm not smart. in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't stand him. I mean, there is like a love money, hate kind of money thing me love, But it's like, what? I'll high. just give you my money. Uh, the,
1: uh, Daffy Duck's voice does just make me laugh. I will yeah, say,
0: I would have listened honestly. If anything, I would have preferred a whole album of just Daffy singing, like just straight up Daffy singing. Daffy sings it. the blues. Um, it would have been good. Well, I think
1: part of it just comes down to these. In the age of YouTube, where we have in, like very popular mm-hmm. videos that are just like Winnie the Pooh does the end of Joker. Right. Or, you know, like people doing impressions a is a market that we all enjoy. I think people would have just listened to Daffy Duck sings yeah. <laughs> yesterday. If without all the, you know, the gags thrown in, the joke should just be that this is a gut wrenching performance of but, yesterday right. by Sir like, Daffy um, Duck. The
0: Waluigi singing. Yes, of like Walla one, day one more. more day.
1: Yeah. One day more. Um, um
0: Well, that was a nice little journey we went on. Yeah,
1: I won't make you listen to the entire Elvis one, but I would like to play you uh, just a little taste of Bugs and Friends Sing Elvis, which has Billy West as Bugs Bunny, who is a more famous Bugs Bunny, who's the Bugs Bunny in Space Jam. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you what, Molly.
0: Tell you what?
1: Because you were so good about us listening to this horrible train wreck of the Mm -hmm. Beatles. And because we actually found something to enjoy, the Mm -hmm. performance, Molly, I will let you pick. Just one Elvis song for us to listen to Okay. by Bugs and Friends. Okay. We have Good Luck Charm, Jailhouse Rock, Don't Be Cruel, Suspicious Mind, Love Me Tender, Heartbreak Hotel, All Shook Up, Hound Dog, It's Now or Never.
0: Mm, uh, I skipped one
1: option because I know that it's just noises.
0: Uh, I, I'm going to say Jailhouse yeah. Rock.
1: Jailhouse Rock. All right. Is that now just real quick? Do you think that's your favorite Elvis song in general?
0: Yes, that is my favorite Elvis song. Okay, I'm ready to have it ruined.
1: The, threw a party in the, county jail.
0: the prison band was that's a, a good That's what I was hoping it was. It's a good choice.
1: The whole album the should have been Yosemite's Sam.
0: I would also to listen to, to that. Out jail, rock. Ah, see, the, book, the book kind of
1: comes Let's in. There.
0: Rock. He he feels like an elderly teacher who's trying to be cool. (laughs) And is like, yeah, we're going to sing hit music. And it's like music (laughs) from Not This Time. Oddly enough, I like that more than Elmer (laughs) work. I still don't think it works I don't like it But I'd rather that Than Elmer Fudd <laughs> I would rather Though Yosemite Sam Sing this whole thing That was Every very nice I don't like Sammy Bugs bullets, doing it It his feels weird comes out in <laughs> um, Number 47 Said number 3 You're the cutest Jailbird I ever I did see That's it also works. That's Sylvester works.
1: Which sounds rock the same the As Yosemite Sam
0: Of course me. he had to say The jailbird line Yeah
1: I would have thought let's it was funnier walk. if Tweety did that but. Let's now we got Tweety Everybody in the block,
0: <laughs> is they, this the mistake?
1: they made a big mistake
0: I've watched this with full choreography though See to me like you need the visual aspects
1: You would have loved if this was a full <laughs> music video Yeah What you're saying is they should have poured more money and time into destroying no, the legacy No don't make a
0: whole album Just one music video One song Be funny
1: Challenge accepted, Molly.
0: But just Yosemite Sam. Get everybody else out. Of here. <laughs> I
1: would love Yosemite Sam doing like Wrecking Ball or like a pretty uh, modern song.
0: Oh, Could that'd you be imagine so good.
1: the poor voice actor who just destroys? T- he decides I'm going to sacrifice my yeah. entire throat doing. You know, uh, I'm gonna swing from the chandelier. <laughs> like that would he'd be dead. He'd, he'd be, be dead, dead but in a day. He
0: would have died uh, in honor. <laughs> um, wow, that was a trip. <laughs>
1: There's also the Looney Tunes Christmas. There's two different Looney Tunes Christmas albums. There's Bugs really? and Friends Christmas, and then there's the That's one that fine. there's the one that tied into Bah Duck. Um, then there's also just to quickly go through, they did a series of Merry Melodies songs for the Looney Tunes show. Mm-hmm. Some of which are pretty good, like the Chicken Hawk song.
0: Chicken Hawk, he's a chicken.
1: As we do our wrap up, I'm going to play that. Mary I Melody's love show. the Chicken
0: Hawk song. It is. A jam for the ages yeah. um, I don't know why But I don't know what episode it's from But I enjoy it, I, it they, The songs very rarely correlate to the actual
1: Alright want some chicken to eat Thanks, everybody, for coming to The Pants Are Too Tight. Yeah. Today's episode was a little different because it was mainly an attempt to capture the real-life experience of what it's like when I bother Molly.
0: Yeah, this is really a day in my life.
1: Yeah, where I will sit down, and Molly will be in front of the TV trying to do some work or something. And I'll go like, hey, Molly, you know what's really funny? And then I'll ruin her day. Pretty much. Well, at any rate, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, You can send us an email. Uh, if you are so inclined, please leave us a five-star rating.
0: And uh, you could write a review, too. Um, I would like you to tweet us with hashtag uh, noelmerfud, if you agree with me.
1: Hashtag nofud. You are
0: my chicken pot pies. That's my favorite line. Thank you, um, Yeah, tweet us. Let us know what you thought. Uh, let us know if you also enjoy the Looney Tunes album, if you hate it. Or who you would like to hear the Looney Tunes cover. Tell us,
1: Tell. we'll tell you what. Which uh, beloved musical artist would you like to see the Looney Tunes denigrate the memory of? Yeah. My vote is for Nirvana. I'd love to see Bugs and Friends sing Nirvana.
0: Ooh, that's good. That's good. I don't know if I could top that. Pearl Jam? Um, no.
1: Bugs Bunny sings Do the Evolution?
0: I would like to see maybe them take down... A band that I don't like, but I'm blanking on ones I don't like. Oh, you know, it'd be interesting if they wrapped, yeah. um, like, some really hardcore, like Eminem lyrics, like oh. the, the dark ones from the early days. That'd be interesting.
1: Yeah, that would be pretty great. Um, it's been a it's been a good day here on the for Tuesday. We've, yeah, we've had a fun afternoon. yeah, we've had a
0: fun afternoon.
1: Very chill episode.
0: Yeah, you yeah, know, we just sat chill back, today.
1: We chilled. We listened to some music question mark yeah um we denigrated the memory of the beatles we sort of pissed on elvis's grave but you know who hasn't (laughs) done that already i think elvis did enough to denigrate his own memory um yeah listen take care of yourselves folks and remember if you think bugs bunny ain't the coolest in the land you're only bugging never forget jay-z wrote a song for space jam and it was this
0: it wouldn't be hard. Them guys ain't too smart. But to be sure, snatch Jordan playing golf. Even though he tends to be a ball hog. Hey, Michael.
1: Have here. you, Superstar? Who says play. can't play above <laughs> the rim? Wait
0: till they get a load of meat. Real quick.
1: The fact that he says, wait till they get a load of meat, in reference to Jack Nicholson's Joker, I assume. <laughs>
0: oof. Says the oof. money can't ride above the Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Who says the body can't see? If y'all don't know who
1: I am, I'd like to apologize, Molly.